That's Questionable, a podcast exploring religion, asking difficult questions, and encouraging honesty. You can join the conversation at thatsquestionable.com, that's questionable podcast on Instagram, or at thatsquestion01 on Twitter. Hey guys, how's hey. it going? Good. Hello. Good. So, what a crazy world we live in right now. That is a fact. It is cray cray. Yeah, we are, uh, we're coming down the home stretch of an election year. Uh, it's 2020. Yeah. I think we touched on that the last time we got Is the election in 19 days? Is that what it is? I believe it's 19 days from today. 19. Um, yeah, so it's, uh, it's just getting crazier every day. Yeah. Um, which prompted me to ask a question. Do you, do you think it's questionable? Yeah, that's questionable. Um, okay. Here, here's a question for tonight. Have your political views changed? Since your spiritual views have changed, David, you say things. David. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm the I'm the uh, I'm the only person um, here in uh, our sponsors Gear Shed, Nathan's Gear Shed. Um, I'm the only one that that voted for Trump uh, in 2016. And so, um, yes, my views have changed. Um, now, I, I, I mean, now seeing what I've seen and should have seen before the election, uh, I can't imagine voting for him again. Um, but I would have considered myself to be a, a, a right, uh, not far right, like somebody like a Rush Limbaugh or a, Michael Savage or somebody like that, but I was pretty, I was pretty right, um, in my political, um, leanings and I, mine have definitely changed. Um, I I considered myself to be the number one issue I was voting for was for the courts. And that was, um, because of, um, my pro-life you know, belief. Um, the, what's changed on that for me is that I've realized now that I really was not pro-life as much as I was pro-birth. You know, it's like once the baby's born, not my problem really. I mean, you know, if they don't have enough money to feed the baby or if that baby is a, a, a product of, you know, a, a, a bad situation. Um, so, I, I would I would say now you know I'm 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 kind of exactly the opposite I'm I still do not consider myself to be you know pro-abortion but I do recognize that that people do need a choice women do need a choice and uh, and so my political beliefs on that and and probably a lot of people listening will say that my moral beliefs have changed. Um, I think they have changed. I think they've changed for the better in a lot of ways. And and there's other yeah. political, you know, platforms we can look at that my belief 
my beliefs have changed on. Uh, but I, I, I've gone from leaning right to leaning left. I wouldn't say I'm like all the way over to the left, but I'm certainly on the left-hand side of the dial. Do you think that that's happened because of, of because of your deconstruction, like somewhere along the way, uh, right-leaning views were associated with your evangelical views, like you had to think that way, or it's naturally yet you just thought that way naturally, or they intertwined, and when you're deconstructing that, now all of a sudden you're like, man, I don't even know why I used to think like that. You know, what's funny is, is that, uh, not funny, but what's what's interesting about this is that my parents who were, you know, their whole lives were, you know, Christians and raised us in a Christian home, they were always Democrats. Mm-hmm. They were always believed the Democratic Party was, uh, was um, looking after the common person, the, the mid, um, uh, what do you call it? The middle class. Middle class. Yeah, and I would argue with them and argue with them and argue with them about that. And now that I'm, I've deconstructed, I realize they're right. And I think it did take that for me because I felt like where I was in evangelical Christianity, I had to be to the right. I had to be all those things. I had to be, you know, marriage was only between a man and a woman. You know, I was... Definitely hardline, pro pro life, um, and several other reasons, especially when it came to taxes and social programs and things like that. And now I, I'm just I realize that um, you know if if, so, if if churches want to, I mean heck they get all their money tax free if they want to use those funds to help people that's great, but for them to put that money and I saw this that put that money behind getting candidates elected. Oh yeah. It's just wrong. And, uh, and I would say that once I got out of that environment and started looking at which party or which group of people really care more about the other, about the middle class and the, the people who are struggling, there's just no doubt who, who that is. I mean, that's the, that's the, the left side that are the ones that really are, are trying to advance people out of poverty and, and, and really enacting the programs that are going to help lift people up. Whereas uh, the, the right is, you know, there's no wonder that pastors, you know, talk about that in the pulpit because they have a lot of money. They want to protect their tax benefits. They want to protect all that. And so mm-hmm. it's naturally they're going to try to influence their, their congregation to vote right. Yeah. And they say they don't, but they do. I mean, we, we've all heard it. So it wasn't necessarily your well thought out views. It was, you feel like it was the views that you held to fit in. Yeah. I th- you know, when you're only listening to one side, when, when, when at night, you know, I hardly ever missed, you know, Hannity or, or Bill O'Reilly or if that's what you're, if that's what you're, you're listening to all the time, then naturally you're you're gonna think more that way because you're I was only hearing one side of it but now you know I really I really feel like I'm getting more of a balanced 
when I started listening to other commentators and reading other things and, and just trying to understand, you know, when you deconstruct your Christianity, you, you it really is not just about Christianity. It's just, hey, what is right in this world? Mm-hmm. You know, what, right. what what should I as a human being, what should I be doing? What How should I be trying to, to benefit mankind? I mean, if you're not relying on Jesus to heal everybody or, and I don't mean that flippantly, but that's the way I viewed it was, you know, God would bless them and lift them up. It wasn't really about me as much as it was about, you know, what the church could do. And But the church didn't do it. I'm not saying there's no churches that do it, but I'm saying the bigger churches generally don't. They may give some money to this or give some money to that or, or set up a, a side program to help these people or these people, but... You know, sometimes that's just a way to move money around. You know, uh, that sounds jaded, <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> it is true. Not well, always, I mean, but it is a lot funny. of the time. Um, but yeah, I, I think I was pretty heavily influenced, and I was influenced because I allowed myself to be. You know. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I, and I don't think any of us set out to. Um. I don't know, be finished with anything. I think we were, we were all seeking truth. I think where, where we are today is a result of our, uh, striving to find some truth. Um, I think the beauty of it is we know we haven't found it yet. Uh, but we've found something that's more true than, than what we knew before. Uh, and so those, yeah, your explanation, that's, that's excellent. Well, it's like there's a big, if you remember the old, this will date us, but the old Roadrunner cartoons where Wiley Coyote would run off a cliff and he would still be running and sitting and all of a sudden he'd look down and realize he didn't have anything underneath him. He would just fall straight down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the way my my Christian faith was. And in turn, even my political views were, uh, I was going up this hill, going up this hill, and all of a sudden... I'm still walking and looking down and there's nothing underneath me. I, I kind of, you know, just, just maybe in a way reason my way out of it and realize there's nothing underneath me anymore. Hmm. And so, you know, I just fell. That's well, funny too. The, 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 you know, the rest of that cartoon, a lot of times the road runner would be out there too and the coyote would fall and the road runner wouldn't. And then he'd hold up a sign that said, I never took physics. <laughs> you know and so it's funny but you know that maybe that's a little uh, you know that's a picture of you know people who like to make up the rules as they go along or scientific know? law yeah scientific law um, but um, yeah I think your explanation is good I think this is a tough subject it is I think this is a really tough subject so for me it's my political views have definitely changed but um, you know um, I just, I, gosh, it's, it's just been so hard. You know, politics are politics. So it's not like I went from the right to the left because the right was so wrong and the left was perfect. It's mm. not like that didn't happen. Like I look at the left and I'm like, man, I just, I, 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 you know, there's problems there too. So I always find myself as kind of like more of a centrist a little bit, but I'm definitely left of where I used to be mm-hmm. because I was, I was like, you know, I said all of the things that I had no idea why I would think, why I would, uh, I, I didn't know why I believed them. I just, everybody just talked about them. 
you know, and, and when I go back, uh, I think 85% of the people that I was around, just like people at churches, they had no clue why they actually believed what they believed. You know, it's like, uh, you know, um, hey, why, uh, you know, hey, why do you tithe at your church? Well, uh, it's because my pastor says I'm supposed to. Uh, you know, it's like that's as deep as it goes. It's like they're like, I actually have no reason. I have no idea why. And I think, well, you know, it's, look, it's biblical. Yeah, it's biblical. Yeah. And then you go, well, OK, well, what verse is there? And then they go, oh, well, uh, my pastor just told me I'm supposed to. <laughs> you know? uh, yeah. That's, like, and and, and <laughs> I remember a certain message where where the, the preaching was. You always tithe on the gross, not on your net. Yeah. So it's what, yeah. before taxes. Again, it's the roadrunner making up the yeah. laws as they go. Yeah. And, um, but um, it's just, you know, and it's taken a while for me, but I'm very centrist, you know. Hey, I, I've got no problem with a balanced budget. That's a great idea. You know, there's no problem. But the only problem is, is we live in a world where a balanced budget actually doesn't mean anything. It just doesn't anymore. I mean, we, you know, we, you know, we li- we live in a country where we spend whatever we want. You know, we spend and we spend. We print more money. We borrow money. We do all of this stuff. We talk, you know, all day long about the deficit, and you know, nobody does it. I mean, it's funny how all of a sudden the hardliners on the deficit have disappeared in the last four years as our deficit has just been skyrocketing. Mm. And, you know, it's like, but before that, when Obama was office, oh, man, you'd sit around with a bunch of Republicans and they just talk about the deficit. They oh, love yeah. that deficit. Oh, it's horrible. We're, we're robbing our children, our grandchildren's future, you know. And then when their guy gets in office, I never heard a single word, never yeah. heard one thing about the deficit. In fact, I started hearing Democrats talking about going, hey, this, <laughs> this seems like it's getting a little out of this is getting out of control, even for our standards. You know, and then what's funny is, is if Biden ends up winning this election, they're going to start talking about the deficit all over again. And so, you know, it's, by the way, Trump, Trump's, I think it was 18 when he took office and he said he, 18 trillion or something like that is in the teens. And he said he would have it paid off in eight years. Mm-hmm. Magical number, oh, yeah. eight years. And yeah. my phone's over there. And now it's up by another 10, oh, it's 10 like, trillion well, or whatever said it is. Because of the tax bill that yeah. the, uh, the deficit and the military spending it's yeah. just going to be astronomical yeah. by the like 20 25 or 2030 so um, at the on the path yeah it's going to be 100 percent so, of the gdp you know so it's just kind of like you know if you you know if you're a fiscal conservative then you would know you would in no way shape or form vote for donald trump you just wouldn't because it would be fiscally irresponsible but that's just not the conversations that we have yeah you know, and so, you know, or is that the Christian's duty or call to be responsible with their money and to not live with in debt or do not be slave to the lender? You know, it's like, well, you know, it's like, well, you know, don't don't tell me you're voting with those kind of, um, um, you know, ideas or standards because it just doesn't make any sense anymore. But it, this is a tough subject. I think I'll I think I'll say more things as we as we as we kind of go along. But. I will say for right now, my views have, have, you know, definitely, definitely changed. I mean, you know, I think I will make this and maybe this will spark a good conversation. Um, I think, uh, I think it's safe to say 
that, and, and, you know, maybe this will even get edited out. I'm not even sure. But I think Christianity alone could be uh, uh, responsible for more suicides in the homosexual community than, than anything else. And, and maybe even just religion, because if you take in other religions, but the oppression and the, um, just the dehumanization of, of gay people, you know, has been, um, I, I never noticed it while I was in the church. I know we talked about things, you know, we always talked about sin, you know, but now that I'm out of that, um, I think it's some of the most evil stuff that the church has done, you know, um, just that if you're, if the whole purpose of Jesus is to be inclusive and to be, and to love your neighbor as yourself and to, uh, not hold on into any wrongs. And then you look at what love is, love is patient, love is kind, love is gentle, self, you know, so, you know, all these different things. And we were not, we were in myself, we were, we were nothing of that to, to, to the homosexual community, nothing, you know? Uh, and somehow we sat there and convinced ourselves that that was right. Tough love, tough love. Yes. And I just think it was evil. You gotta speak the truth. Yeah, it was. And that's right. Oh, well, we have to speak the truth. Oh, so in love, but you know, and that's what they do. That's what we do or did. I, you know, and and now I see that how bad that was and I want nothing to do with that ever again, nothing to ever do with that ever again, because, um, and I wish I could go around and apologize to every person that I hurt or didn't even know that I hurt, um, and, uh, say something, but. Uh, politically speaking, I, I, I will never, you know, speak, I will never vote for somebody who is a diehard, uh, you know, man, woman only, you know, against gay marriage. I just, just don't think that that has any place in politics anymore, but that's, that's me. That's a, and that's a tough subject. I know. Yeah. I mean, you make it not so tough. Your explanation is, uh, just makes a lot of sense. Yeah, uh, back to the original question, since we're, we're kind of getting personal on that. Um, I've, I think my views have changed, definitely. My views have changed. Uh, I feel like they've been changing forever, you know, my whole life. I'm, I'm, I'm seeking uh, who and what I'm supposed to be or do at any given point, and I have voted... Uh, you know, th- this is talk about dating folks, but, uh, um, I voted for Jimmy Carter. Um, you know, I thought he was a good man. Uh, I remember being completely upset when, uh, when Reagan beat him. Um, and then Jerry Falwell's comment that, now we have a real Christian in office. <laughs> when Jimmy Carter was probably one of the most Christian guys out there. Oh, it you know? just, it was painful. It was like, you have got to be kidding me. Well, but the housing, but the interest rates on houses was way too high. So he's got to be an evil person. Horrible, yeah. horrible person. Yeah, tell that to all the uh, uh, Habitat habitat for Humanity homeowners that he's helped build houses for. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he definitely has lived what he believes 
Yeah. Yeah. Good man. Good, good man. man. And you know, I'm not here to argue that he was a great president either. I'm, I'm just saying that, uh, I've, I've always tried to, to look at the man and the character and, and vote that way. I've voted Republican for a number of presidents. I've voted Democrat for a number of presidents. Uh, I've always been a, a, a registered independent. Um, uh, changes. Um, you know, you guys touched, each of you touched on some of the big, big topics uh, that are very, very tied into politics and religion. Uh, David with abortion and, and Nathan with uh, the gay and lesbian community. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I, my views aren't that different than they ever were. Uh, on abortion, I have been in many discussions, a number of them recently, that, you know, I, I believe there's nobody who's pro-abortion. Mm-hmm. I don't believe, uh, I mean, somebody who's pro-abortion, I would agree with the staunchest conservative that somebody who's pro-abortion is evil. I just don't think there's that many people out there. You know, there might be one, but... It's my experience that uh, that that is is not nobody wants that. That's not something that anybody is desiring. It just happens to be something that at times is necessary. Um, and so I, I'm I, I, my wife and I, uh, Tracy, we've been faced with uh, with that decision. And uh, you know we have the most one of the most amazing. Sons, our middle son Max uh, is just phenomenal, and uh, you know we were. It was suggested that we abort him um, because he had tumors growing that were um, uh, predicted to overtake him um, uh, before he was born, and uh, and we opted to to see it through. I mean, so so given the opportunity, it's it's like no, you know we. We don't believe in that for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, we believe in doing everything we can to help someone not have to do that. You know, when presented those opportunities, when when someone comes to us and and has this issue, man, we want to f- walk through it with you. But we don't want there to be any guilt. We don't want there to be any shame. We want you to know all the options, and and walk walk people through it. And uh, but I believe that. Uh, that a choice has to be available. And, uh, and so on that, on that, my views haven't changed. I consider myself conservative on that issue. I just define it differently Mm -hmm. than others. Um, likewise with, uh, with the homosexuality and, and other lifestyles, um, you know, wouldn't it be if, if, Christianity, if evangelical Christianity is right, uh, which I don't believe they are, um, wouldn't it be great? Uh, you know, I would say they're, uh, they would contend that the guilt that, um, the proof that it's wrong is in the guilt that, uh, those differing lifestyles feel. Um, I've heard that argued a number of times. Uh, but so wouldn't it be great to, to know that for sure from their point of view <laughs> by not putting any on them 
themselves. Let's just see if that's a natural guilt or let's just see if, if maybe that's something you're putting on them. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but I mean, I, man, some of the most wonderful people I know in the, in the whole world are, mm-hmm. you know, are, have, uh, you know, different sexuality than I do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it doesn't, doesn't threaten me. I, I support him in, in every possible way. And, you know, I, I think love is a beautiful, beautiful thing. And, uh, I don't see it defined, uh, by gender. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Amen. Oh wait, are we allowed to say that? Name? <laughs> wait. <laughs> or a woman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a woman. Wait. Uh, now I thought well said. I mean, yeah. just well said. I, 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 I can't. I, I couldn't at all disagree with anything that you just said, and and uh, you know it's far, you know far right wing politics. You know, right wing politics, whatever. Just. It's like um, I, after you step back from it, you see how they take those topics and they turn it into just fear. They they use it to beat the living crap out of people with fear. Um, and you know, in my you know my my question is 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 well, you know, fear of what you know, well, fear of what that God's going to judge you. That, um, you know, first of all, I don't see God judging anybody. I see human beings judging other human beings and, and making their lives miserable. I mean, um, uh, one of my, <clears throat> I knew somebody talking, uh, one day and his daughter had, he told me that his daughter had had an abortion and he went through the whole process with his daughter. Um, it was a very, it was, it was an open thing between him and his wife and his, and their daughter. And he said, um, it was a horrible situation, but he said he didn't love his daughter any less. And when the choice was made, they were with her, supported her. And, and he said, and I, he goes, I'll tell you what he goes, I'll, he goes at no point in time would I ever want a government telling my daughter, what she can and can't do in the midst of that situation. And, and that's coming from somebody in the midst of the situation. It's, it's what you said. It was a horrible situation. He didn't want to be there. I don't think she wanted to be there, you know, but they found themselves in a situation. They were there and they walked through it. And so, which to your point, I feel like that's, that's, I'm not saying a hundred percent because nothing's ever a hundred percent, but that's most of the situations. Nobody wants to be there. You know, um, my my issue with that now is, you know, coming from the evangelical side, just the um, the role of the husband in the family and the father in the family, um, biblically is um, there's kind of a they kind of have a, a screw way to explain that. You're the head, but it's a partnership and all this kind of stuff. And and I just think that since the dawn of time, whether it is um, Christianity or, or whatever, Islam or uh, women have been treated like chattel, like a possession. And to have a bunch of, you know, men either 
as le- legislators, which historically it's been men, or as pastors telling women what they can and cannot do, I just that's where my big change is. I just I just yeah. don't think that I should be telling a woman um, or some pastor or or you know Mitch McConnell or <laughs> you know should be telling any woman what they can and cannot do with their body. And if you think for a second that our president, um, the great pumpkin, uh, (laughs) if he were to get one of his porn star girlfriends pregnant, you think he wouldn't have her have an abortion in two seconds? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, it is interesting how, you know, far right-wing politics, how it melds with evangelicalism. And to add to your weight to your argument, how, you know, women have always been viewed as, as possession. I mean, there's just no doubt about it. I, it, it nobody can tell me differently because I sat through, you know, 30 years of teaching in churches where where it is. I mean, you try to candy coat it a little bit by, you know, the husband is the the head of the house and the head of the woman, but then, you know, the woman, you know, but the man's supposed to love the woman like Christ loves the church, you know, that's just kind of a candy coated way of just, you know, painting over the subject that, okay, the man owns the woman. The man is over the woman. And, you know, come to find out that that's just not the reality in life. Um, and I'm telling you, I sat in, I sat in church years ago and, and, somebody stood up one point in time and said, hey, I don't know why we let women vote because a, a woman's vote should never cancel out a man's. Meaning like if, if, if a, you know, if a husband and wife, should, the wife shouldn't be able to vote because they should never be able to cancel out her husband's vote. You know, that's, and you know, that's not a long time ago. I mean, that's within the last 20 years. So that wasn't 1962. Um, um, that's just the reality of right wing right wing evangelicalism. So uh, you know the whole idea that a woman can't teach a man. You know um, the the idea you know like with Pence where you know everybody jokes around where he can't he won't go and won't be a, in an elevator alone with another woman <laughs> because because of uh, what that could you know portray. I just think it's just it's um, it's just another way of just trying to control people. Um, I think men have always are obsessed with power and men will do anything to keep it. Um, where I think Jesus was the perfect example. Um, if we want to go back to the ideas of Christ, of he was the perfect example of laying that all down. You know, that didn't, I don't think that existed in his world. Uh, or would have existed in his world and the concepts of who Jesus is. And so you, you, that alone, I mean, you know, women have always been viewed as property. Yeah. You cannot get away from that. That yeah. is a right-wing, fundamentalist, evangelical, Christian view that is still around in 2020. And in case you couldn't get it, I'm against that. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah. Yeah, just uh, women, men and women are equal, and I think there's a lot of situations um, that um, I think it's time for we need a woman president. 
And you know what? This world's a mess. This United States is a mess. And it's probably going to have to take somebody, a woman to be president to fix that. And when you look around the world today, uh, the most well-run countries are run by women. Yeah. Hmm. Right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. I think women are more equal. <laughs> more equal? Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to find a, a kind of back on the abortion topic, uh, trying to find a, something my, my son had written uh, a week or two ago with somebody he was engaging with. And uh, man, I couldn't have been more proud of him, but I, I can't find it, so I will uh, butcher it like this. Um, he said, Hey, uh, I'm, uh, I'm not, a, he goes, so you're arguing, uh, you know, against abortion. And I, uh, I just wanted to throw this in there. Um, I'm, I'm, I don't consider myself a Christian and, uh, but I'm going to use the Christian, a Christian argument here. And, uh, and the reason he doesn't identify that way is just because, uh, of the, he would say the hypocrisy of it. The word just reeks of hypocrisy and he doesn't want to have anything to do with it. Mm -hmm. Amen. And, uh, he said, so, you know, that, uh, that choice was something that God gave us. In fact, you know, if you look back to the story of the, uh, garden of Eden, uh, God's the one that gave us choice. It was one of the very first things he did. So I'm saying God's, pro-choice. Mm -hmm. And, uh, he goes, and that's my view, but ultimately I'm a man and my view doesn't count. And if you're a man too, yours doesn't either. Mm. Should that's be, right. should be a topic. It, it's, you know, probably too late to say Boy. this. It's probably a topic men shouldn't talk about after we've just spent 40 minutes on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. Well, and I will say that too. Uh, I will, I, you know, I will, I will agree with you. I, um, at the end of the day, all I have is an opinion. I'll never be the one that actually has to go through that and make that decision. Mm -hmm. Um, but you're right. It's, you know, there's just no reason why men should be making a decision for a, a woman and what they need to do. You know, one it's of the things, simple. I'm going to change, kind of change the the discussion just a little bit. One of the things that in my deconstruction that that really, uh, in a way, pushed me in my deconstruction was seeing, um, did I make a mistake to vote for Trump? Absolutely. I didn't realize, as other people did, that he was going to be the kind of president that he, uh, I think Obama said it best when he said he thought the weight of the presidency would, would, would change him. Kind of and knock him straight. Yeah, and it didn't. Mm -hmm. And he's not capable of it. And one of the things that, that really weighed on me was just his, just cruelty to other people. Yeah. Just so many unkind name calling. He's a, Bully, he's just a a uh, pathological liar, and he's pathetic. Mm -hmm. He's he's a pathetic excuse for a human. He didn't care about anybody but himself. That's evidenced by him 
you know, having these rallies with nobody wearing masks. And he doesn't care now because he's already got, he thinks he's invincible because he's had COVID. And I just sit there and go, you know what? Um, you know, back at that time, my, my philosophy was, you know, I can't, cannot believe that, that leaders in the church really do support him. And most of them don't even come out against him and say, you know, that's wrong. You have them on people like Franklin Graham and, and some of these other guys on, on news. And they're talking about how, you know, great he, a job he's doing. I'm like, you know, he's, he's setting the worst possible example Mm -hmm. for children and young people. And I just, it's just pitiful. Yeah. And that, that really, I mean, did my, did my, uh, political views change? Yeah. But some of it had to do with, with the way I saw Christianity just embrace him. Uh, even though he was just being, uh, just a reprehensible, reprehensible person. Yeah. Good point. Uh, very, very good point. Yeah. Some of, some of that, um, as I mentioned earlier, you know, kind of considered myself an independent and, and I voted for both Republicans and Democrats. Um, this election cycle, uh, definitely going to be tough to find a Republican I could vote for. Mm-hmm. Uh, not for political reasons as, as you're pointing out, David, but because it, not only for that, that man, but for everyone that's enabled him for the last four years, everyone that has turned their backs yeah. on truth, everyone that has turned their backs on justice and love and, and, and is, is quite literally turning their backs on their own philosophies, you know, their own words, their own ideals and ideas they have completely turned their backs on. Yeah. Um, it is shocking to me uh what's taking place and yeah it, um, i mean not difficult to know what to do not difficult to know what's right yeah it, I mean, it, and it really is and i mean that you know the i i definitely don't, but the nastiness the nastiness that comes out of all of this and what's interesting is back when i was more considered a you know, a, a right-wing Republican, you know, during the Obama years, the whole thing was all about the idea that, you know, oh, Obama is just this a divisive man. And, and, um, and I, I have to admit, even back then when I was, a, you know, was, was a Republican, I didn't, I didn't really see it. I always heard people talk about it and you just go, oh yeah, you know, yeah, but you didn't really see it. Um, it's like, um, you know, and then after, you know, when you're going through a deconstruction process and you go back through and you go, my gosh, it's just kind of like, you know, Hannah and I have talked about how, you know, those all those Obama years, man, you listen to that man talk now and he's an elegant speaker. He's kind. He's considerate. He's uh, he's a gentleman. Uh, Michelle Obama is a wonderful person. And you're like, I can't believe I spent all these years kind of thinking that they were horrible, evil p- people. And but my gosh, it's just the 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 evil hatred that gets spewed on right wing media 
uh, that gets you. It works up the senses in the brain somehow, and it feeds that. It feeds the, the whatever engine that keeps you in you know in your social communities. Like you know, it's like you know, you know how people are when they all you stand around. Like I'm a huge High State Buckeyes fan. I don't like sitting around talking to people who are big Alabama fans. <laughs> it just doesn't go well. But boy, when you get around to high state fans, man, it's wonderful. It's great. And you hear, you hear a radio talk show host talking about how the Buckeyes are going to have a great year. And Justin Fields is going to be one of the best quarterbacks and he's going to be considered for a Heisman trophy. And it's feeding that thing that you're like, yeah, yeah, that's right. And the group gets bigger and more, uh, um, uh, and, um, Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not effective, but uh, more um, um, mob-like. Mob-like. Thank you. That's that's actually right. You know, it's like when we well when we lost to Michigan uh, one year, we set cars on fire. So I know it happened a long time ago. I mean, losing to Michigan. Uh, but anyways, back to the point. But I'm not shocked at the loss. I'm shocked that you actually used the word. Oh, yeah. T- all right. I'll have to edit that the out. Team up north. Yeah, edit. Uh, but, um, yeah, Omaha, Omaha, but, um, I, uh, but that's what I feel is, it was, was going on with, with everything else. That's why I mentioned everything's just fear. It's like, it's just, you know, for that far right wing media is just, it's just feeding this fear that creates this like mob like mentality that, uh, you know, man, you can justify hating somebody really quickly when Mm -hmm. you start listening to everybody around you. That's like one year I thought, you know what I got to do? I got to stop watching Fox news. I was the same way. I'd watch Hannity at night thought, you know, some things were funny. You'd listen to the jabs and you're like, ha ha ha. And you know, but then later on you start going, Oh my gosh, that was, it was hateful the way that we just, that we, I agreed with how people got torn down. So I, I still, I still watch it some cause I, I want to, I really do want to get both sides. And uh, I got a kick out of this. I was watching it, I don't know, about a week ago, and they were talking about some story about Biden, and they were doing a story about how the other networks weren't covering something that Biden had said. And I'm sitting there going, are you kidding me? (laughs) There's so many things that Trump has said that they don't even mention. I'm like, are you kidding me? Seriously? It's hypocritical. Yeah. I mean, just to the... the to the nth degree, and and um, I I just couldn't do that anymore. That's what I had to get out of. It's like, but you can't see it when you're in it. You, can't. you know, you can't you can't see when you're in a church service and you're being pitched why you should be tithing not only just ten percent, but then gifts should be above and beyond that. You know, you cannot see how you're being manipulated and controlled. Yeah, you just find yourself flowing along with it and agreeing, and then and then you participate, you know. And then, but then when you get out of that and you're deconstructing, you know, from church, um, deconstructing from church, all of a sudden you start going. You see the manipulation and the control, and um, it's the same way with I think with with uh, right wing politics. That's why I had to get I had to get out of that. I don't agree with that to, to some degree. Like I said, I still I don't mind a balanced budget. I don't mind 
you know, things like that. There's a lot of things that are just smart. It doesn't matter if you're right or left. There's things that are just smart. But to stand up for that right-wing fundamentalism that's intertwined with that religious evangelicalism is just, it's, it's, um, it might be one of the most hypocritical things that's um, going on right now. So it's hard to watch. Uh, I have a little bit of a of a twist in the question. Uh, G- this may not apply as much to Jim because Jim, I don't think was ever quite a. Although he was a he was a zealot, not quite the zealot narrow mindedness that I was. Um, how did your? I can't believe I want to ask this question. Uh, how did your view on science change? Um, you didn't, I mean, you really haven't had a deconversion experience like I have, uh, but anybody have any comments to that question? Uh, how long do you not want me to talk? (laughs) (laughs) You take all the time you need. I mean, I mean, oh my gosh. I mean, if you... (laughs) All right, this is see this is where I'm going to start being stupid. Um, you know, if you believe the earth was created 6,000 years ago, you don't believe in science. Um, if you think uh, a man and a woman were, who lived in a garden of Eden, you know, it's just like and that's how the world has happened. You just you, or that's how human beings have come into existence. You just don't believe in science. If you But let, let me okay, so I'm I just for the case of we, we've a lot of the stuff we've talked about before, but yeah. I want to kind of narrow. Yeah, rain narrow me the, in, rain me in. Well, I don't I don't mean <laughs> it like that, but I kind of do. But uh, just uh, let's just take the every time you turn on the news right now, we're talking about COVID. Oh, and okay. uh, I early voted today, and there's this guy in front of me. Congrats, thank you. Uh, uh, this guy in front of me. Uh, there's probably 200 people in that room and a guy in front of me wasn't wearing a mask. And, um, uh, and I probably judged him on who he was going to vote for, but when he wasn't wearing a mask, uh, I, I, he was judged and I still believe I'm right, but I do, (laughs) but I, but I do interact with a lot of, uh, Christians, many of them refuse to wear a mask. Many of them will go to church services where they don't wear a mask. There was just a big deal about nine to ten thousand people in downtown Nashville for a worship service. Most of them not wearing masks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're seeing it right now today in this political environment that they just don't believe in simple science. And if I was still, I'm just telling you. If I was still an evangelical Christian, I'd be right there with them. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure I would, too. I'm sure I would, too. You're not alone. So you'd be not wearing a mask? I'd be not wearing a mask and proud of it. Uh, And can you... Is it possible to share your (laughs) retrospective... uh, Reasoning? Well, because I, I think from my, uh, w- would I have been dead wrong? Absolutely. Um, 
I, the reasoning would have been something along the lines of, hey, y- you know, the stories are fake. Uh, it's not as bad as what everybody says it is. I'm covered by the blood of Jesus. I, I don't, you know, I, I can, you know, prayer will overcome this. It, it'll be, it would have been more along those lines. That I don't, I should never live in fear of a disease or of a virus. I shouldn't live in that kind of fear. It would become almost like a faith issue. And I'm saying that because that's what I've heard people say now. It's a faith issue. We, we just don't, we're not going to have our lives controlled, you know, by, by a virus. And, and now I'm like, well, it's still controlled by virus. I mean, <laughs> I mean you, you know, it's just going to go on and on and on. So it's going to control your life more whether you like it or not. And, and you may, you may have family members die because you're, because of your faith. And, you know, um, that's the reason it was yeah. a faith statement in the world, not of the world. It, and it's a, and it's a, it's a horrible thing to say. And that, that I would have been that way, but I just, you know, we try to be totally open on this, on this podcast. I'm yeah. just telling you, I would have been, yeah. I would have been one of those people. Yeah. So why don't people um, have faith that God will keep robbers out of their house? Well, the other thing, too, is that why are Christians so pro-gun? Yeah, I mean, it's like uh, if you think Jesus or the Holy Spirit or praying is going to protect you from a, a virus, why don't they think that of everything? Well, I lived in so much fear it wasn't even funny. I mean, I, 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 mean, I should have never put an alarm on my house or bought guns for home protection or... Or, you know, gotten any vaccines. Yeah, because I, I would do that. I would say if you believe you need to have a gun in your house to protect you, then then you would absolutely believe you need to wear a mask to protect you and those around you. Yeah, well, I, it's science. Just, That's my point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Having a gun and, to protect you is not yeah, science. Yeah, what we're talking about and, is, is simple science, science yeah. of of not believing. Believing a, pre- you know, right here today... Uh, basically, Trump is called, you know, the the guy who's been doing his job for forty years, Fauci. Basically, he didn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, and you're going, Look, you, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you literally yeah. don't know what you're talking about. You're telling right. us the guy who who is is the preeminent expert in the entire country. You're saying he doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I know, and it's it's, it's we could have the same conversation, and it's probably in addition to on climate change. Yeah, I mean, this is these are, this is science. I don't think anybody disagrees with the science of climate change. It's just that people, you know, right wing, you know, the Republican Party just starts getting a little iffy when you start determining what dollars are going to go where based off of those kinds of decisions, and you know, so. If 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 I deny climate change and it gets me more money, then that's what I'll do. So uh, I, you know, sometimes I don't think it's even about the science. I think they probably, if you got them alone in a room, they'd say, "Yeah, I've seen those science. The science is there." But you know what? I'm not going to make the decisions to that they want to make because it doesn't line up with our you know Republican you know. Um, I don't want to, I hate the word agenda, but Republican ideals or donor base or donor base. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, the, 
the top view in all of this uh, looks like um, I'll tell you what to do. Nobody tells me what to do. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think I don't think a lot of people like I. You know, a lot of people, I've known several people that have said that the COVID was a hoax and then they got it and they got sick, you know, um, they're, they're not saying that COVID is a hoax anymore. Um, but you know, now their stories just get changed. Now it's about, you know, they, it's, it's more about, like you said, it's about don't infringe on my rights. You know, I get to make a decision, which is funny because then we go back to, you know, uh, you know, people love to make decisions for other people about, you know, same sex marriage and abortion and everything like that. But man, when it comes to, you know, the science of COVID-19, don't tell me what to do. Don't, you know, I, you know, I, I'm don't take away my freedoms. Don't take away my choice. Yeah. So, um, I, I don't know. I think at the end of the day, I don't think anybody, I don't think people, I think even people who are sitting there saying it's a hoax, I don't, I don't think they, I think one, they don't even know. They've never even taken a second to think about it. I think they just go, it lines up with my party for me to just say that. Cause if you go great, uh, okay, well, why don't you, here's, why don't you show me by peer reviewed, uh, you know, science that what you're saying is right. They've got, there's nothing. They've got nothing. They're just, they're just, you know kind of spitballing the party line. So I was listening to a podcast the other day and well, a couple of weeks ago and, um, it was, uh, uh, they had a guy on there who's a flat earther and they ended up agreeing. Well, I said, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't think the earth was, was uh, flat until I heard all the arguments. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? this guy's a great, <laughs> needless to say, I mm-hmm. unsubscribe to that yeah. podcast, but I'm like, Seriously? Yeah. You believe that that the mission to the the moon and the pictures of the satellite pictures of the Earth is is a fraud? I Wrong. Mean, yeah. Any fake yeah. news? Yeah, that's the thing too. Is you you know they've got answers for everything, but at yeah. the end of the day, you get ask all these flat earthers to go. Have you actually seen that the Earth is flat? And they're like, Well, no, actually, I'm just believing what some you know, guy sitting around in his underwear on a YouTube video saying, you know, um, his mom's basement (laughs) in his mom's basement, literally. So, uh, and there's nothing wrong with underwear. I don't mean to insult underwear at all, but, uh, but, but you know, the, the main basements you don't like, yeah, it's basements. (laughs) I don't like, see, that's where bad videos are made or basements, Yeah, you know, but, um, you know, so it's the same thing with QAnon stuff. The QAnon yeah. stuff has just been totally debunked over and over and over again. But yet somehow people want to believe it because I think it adds, uh, because it adds momentum to their uh, ideological views. Yeah. Climate uh, change is that, uh, you know, COVID-19 I think is that. You know, it's, I think it's gotten so far down the road that if you, if you wear a mask, people think you're a Democrat. If you don't wear a mask, people think you're a Republican. Mm. It's just gotten that way. Um, you know, and, um, you know, unfortunately, sometimes I find myself, I forgot my mask in your car and you're like, you know, trying to figure out what to do, or maybe you can get into a restaurant without it, but 
But, you know, I, I'm definitely for wearing a mask. I think everybody should because the science proves that you should. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's the only thing I can think of. It's just kind of like, you know, I'm not going to fit in with my friends if I say we need to wear a mask. Yeah. Maybe it's just that simple. And, and flat earthers, I, I just suggest they ride a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah. it's not flat at all. Yeah. There's hills everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, it's um. Well, and you know what's funny? <laughs> you know what's funny? Speaking of science, is you could find. So let's go to Kansas. Let's find the flattest road, you know, that stretches forever in Kansas. If you guys have ever, I've driven through Kansas. Yeah, driven out there, uh, and you don't have to worry about steering. No, fluid. No, I mean, it's if, if there's <laughs> if the earth is flat, that's the spot, yeah. yeah. But even there, take yourself uh, two boards and a buddy and a laser and a tape measure. Uh, hold the first board with the laser on it at six feet, have your buddy go down the road, not even that far. 400 yards, 500 yards, 600 yards, put a board up, shine the laser straight at the board and that board, uh, the laser will not be at six feet. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, voila. Yeah. Yeah, There you go. I mean, have you ever been in an airplane? Yeah. You can see. Um, but it doesn't, it just doesn't, uh, you know, and And I think this is actually a good point because right-wing politics has been plagued with the idea of just conspiracy theories. I mean, if I hear George Soros' name one more time about how he's funding uh, the deep state, um, then, you know, I I think I might, you know, throw something through a window. But, um, you know... Uh, yeah, you know, coming from a guy who actually uh, survived the Holocaust. Now I understand there's a lot of questions and something stuff that happened, but but all of the theories that are swirling around about that man are completely false. You know, the ideas of the things that they say he probably accomplished. Uh, but then when you go back and realize how old he was in those years, he would have been like seven years old, <laughs> you know, and he's just like, I know I have a seven year old right now and they're not going to accomplish any of the things oh, yeah. <laughs> that they say that this man. So, you know, there's just, it's, it's just, it's just swarming with uh, disinformation and it does. And it just, that's what I've learned about right wing politics is it just doesn't matter anymore. It, if you it's false, that's fine. I'll say it anyways because I just have to tear down the other side. That's the yeah. main point here is I have to make the other side lose. And I had to get out of that. If yeah. the state was that deep, wouldn't he have run out of money by now? <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty deep state. I mean, the state is... And, and, and actually, I don't even know which state it is. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's got to be... What, what are the deepest states that we have? Confusion. Yeah. <laughs> The deepest, <laughs> the deep. It's the deepest state of confusion. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's been a good dis- discussion. It is, and it's you know it's kind of been a little bit fun, and we didn't even get into the fact of actual science based off of, off of how people, um, who believe in a literal 
in, uh, you know, divinely inspired, you know, Bible word of God to completely deny science completely. And they've spent years and years and years trying to justify, um, um, that whole argument. Yeah. So you're right. We didn't. Yeah, maybe <laughs> because that wasn't the question. Yeah, I know, but, but that uh, didn't stop us at, I, in any way whatsoever. I know. Mm, so far, so are we wrapping? Yeah, we can wrap up. You know, I, I'll encourage everybody if you're going to listen to this before November third, vote. Go yes. out and vote. Yeah, Please. definitely vote. Vote. Uh, yeah. And if we do uh, get this out there before then, and if we do find a listener. Um, we can believe in miracles. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, it's been as always <laughs> a pleasure talking with you guys and, uh, we will talk again soon. Mm-hmm. You know, your little board thing, it won't work on a lake or a body of water just to let you know. It won't. No, it won't. Right, because it's level. Because it's level. Water level. Just want to point that out. I want to. Yes. Well, we and maybe that's a question for another time. Who, who invented the water level? (laughs) Yeah. Physics. Yeah. (laughs) Dang, gravity wins. I just see somebody going out of the water, going, "Well, gosh, it doesn't fall at all." Yeah. Actually, (laughs) it's funny how I know. I think we've actually stopped, but uh, we're still going to go. But there was some of the best, um, some of the most followed flat earthers use uh, measuring on water. Oh, yeah, that's why I was, yeah. That's, and it's funny. That's it's why funny I it up. that they, yeah, so anyways. Yeah. So that's it. Yeah, that's right. We're done. Well, I mean, and it, uh, maybe, maybe it's it or maybe it's not. But, uh, Graham and Odge in, in our pool this summer, you know, Hey, is it deeper over on this side? <laughs> yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the water looks flat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway. Ah, uh, thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can join the conversation at thatsquestionable.com, That's Questionable Podcast on Instagram, or at That's Question One on Twitter. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of those casting the pod.